Today is Monday, January 9th, and in the news we have former president of Brazil, Bolsonaro, is hospitalized in the U.S. with abdominal pain. This after reports that pro-Bolsonaro protesters stormed Congress at Brazil's capital, and now there are Democrats wanting to extradite him back to Brazil. Supreme Court has declined to consider court case Brunson versus Adams, a case seeking the removal of over 300 members of Congress to include President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris for, quote, failing to investigate the 2020 election. And in the past weekend, Twitter was full of videos and articles of young athletes and even an L.A. Times journalist who died or, quote, fell suddenly and or collapsed suddenly. And it seems this is a rising trend and people are asking what is going on. This is Informed Daily. I am your host, Anthony Cabasa, and let's jump right into this first article. Uh, so first and foremost, I just want to make a quick note, guys. It was never really my intention uh, to make these shows upwards of an hour long or upwards of 30, 40 minutes. My whole informed daily plan from the beginning was actually to make this anywhere between 10 to 15 minutes. My target audience are people that are on the fly, uh, probably college students that are just looking for a break, uh, you know, to watch a video here and there to kind of update them with what is going on. And so as of today, I will try and do my best to keep these within 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, but with that, let's head into that first story. Brazil's Bolsonaro hospitalized in the U.S. with abdominal pain report. This is Reuters. Uh, Sao Paulo, January 9th, uh, former Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro was admitted to a hospital in Orlando, Florida with abdominal pain. Newspaper Globo reported on Monday, a day after some of his hardcore supporters stormed the capital city of Brasilia. Bolsonaro has been hospitalized multiple times in recent years with gut blockages, uh, gut blockages after being stabbed while campaigning for the presidency in 2018. He traveled to the United States two days before Luis Inácio Lula da Silva took the office of president. There's actually uh, videos out there of him kind of like shopping around in some of the stores. There was like a guy that was recording him at a local grocery store out there in uh, Florida. That was really interesting. He didn't really seem to have a lot of people with him or a posse. Uh, there wasn't like a large crowd around him. And once uh, the former president saw that he was being recorded, he just kind of gave the guy recording like a, a thumbs up. Like, hey, what's up, man? How are you? You know, uh, but it is really interesting what is happening over in Brazil. So this is, uh, again, routers. It says Bolsonaro backers ransack Brazil presidential palace, Congress and Supreme Court. It says Brazilian supporters of Brazil's far right. I love how they frame this. The far right former president, Joe Bolsonaro, invaded in the face the country's Congress, presidential palace and Supreme Court on Sunday in a grim echo of the U.S. Capitol invasion two years ago by fans of former <laughs> by fans of former President Donald Trump. There were no immediate reports of deaths or injuries from the rampage, but the invaders left a trail of destruction, throwing furniture through the smashed windows of the presidential palace, flooding parts of Congress with a sprinkler system and ransacking ceremonial rooms in the Supreme Court. The sight of thousands of yellow and green clad protesters running right in the Capitol capped months of tension following the October 30th presidential vote. The uprising, which lasted a little over three hours, underlined the severe polarization that still grips the country days after the inauguration of leftist President Luis Inácio Lula de Silva, who defeated Bolsonaro in the October election. Quote, these vandals, who we would call fanatical fascists, did what has never been done in the history of this country, said Lula in a press conference during an official trip to Sao Paulo State. All these people who did this will be found and they will be punished, said President Lula. So obviously, there's a lot of people making the comparisons that this is 
uh, similar to uh, the January 6th incident that happened here in our nation. Uh, but just going back real quick to even just like that first article about um, uh, Bolsonaro being hospitalized, I do want to point out that, th that that appears that the president, I know a lot of people are kind of heading over to the conspiracies and, and saying like, uh-oh, like, was he poisoned? What's going on here, right? He's in the U.S. Why is this happening? Uh, but he has, uh, according to his article, been hospitalized multiple times in the recent years with gut blockages after being stabbed while campaigning for the presidency in 2018. Uh, so that is important to note. But this is going to be a video I'm going to show you guys here. This is on Twitter. I posted this. If you're not following me on Twitter, highly recommend you do. This is where the fun and magic happens. At Anthony Cabasa underscore. But it says, happening now, pro-Bolsonaro protesters have stormed Congress and are holding a banner that reads... Quote, we want the source code. Uh, it's being reported that protesters want the source code for the machines used in Brazil's recent election. Uh, so this is uh, the video. And actually in it, you will see multiple banners, including one that is in Portuguese and one that is in English. So you can read for yourself. So again, if you're just listening to the audio, you might want to head over to the YouTube or over to my Twitter so you can actually see the video of where it reads. And here is that video clip for you. There it is. We want the source code. So this is them at their nation's capital. And you can clearly see what appears to be hundreds, if not thousands of people. And it also is being reported that it was 1,200 people that have been arrested in regards to them storming uh, that yesterday. So with that, we go over to AOC Dems call on Biden to boot Bolsonaro from Florida after attack on Brazil's capital. It says Representative uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and other House Democrats call on President Biden to extradite former Brazilian leader Joe Bolsonaro from Florida a day after thousands of his supporters stormed the country's government building Sunday. The far right, far right former leader had fled to the U.S. days before his term ended on January 1st and after challenging the results of his failed October re-election bid, which he lost to leftist rival Luis Ignacio de Lula, uh, the Silva, the current president. Um, so now it looks like Democratic uh, lawmakers want to extradite him back to or just extradite him, send him back, send him packing uh, back to Brazil after what appears to be their own little coup, their own little insurrection uh, protest, really, because we just read in the report that there was no reports of injury or any, anyone really dying, in the, uh, you know, after yesterday's attacks. But it is interesting to see that they are asking for the source code. And so when I was uh, talking with some of the people there on the ground via Twitter, I was asking them, what does that mean? They're saying like they want the source code for the machines that were used. And so I find that very interesting. And other news breaking the Supreme Court. This is a uh, Behezi tweets over on uh, Twitter says breaking the Supreme Court has declined to consider Brunson versus Adams, a case seeking the removal of 300 plus members of Congress for failing to investigate the 2020 election. Now, this is going to be an article that I'm going to uh, before you guys, this is by uh, uh, this is by the Western Journal. Randy DeSoto says bombshell Huckabee announcement. Uh, SCOTUS case could flip 2020 boot Biden and Harris, former Arkansas governor and Republican presidential candidate Mike. Mike Huckabee published a piece recently, Republican presidential candidate. Is it really? This is January 30. I didn't know that he was a presidential candidate. Interesting. 
Mike Huckabee published a piece recently calling attention to the case Brunson versus Adams set to be heard about the U.S. Supreme Court this week. What the plaintiff appellant Rylan Brunson of Ogden, Utah, and his three brothers seek is nothing less than the removal of President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris from office, arguing members of Congress failed to fulfill their constitutional duty on January 6, 2021 by not reviewing allegations of fraud in the 2020 presidential election. A lot of you sent me this. A lot of you were asking, why are you not talking about this? I did talk about this once. I told you that the reason why I am not talking about this in depth, as many are, uh, you know, a lot of conspiratorial people, a lot of QAnon people are talking about this, that this is it. This is going to be the reinstatement. This is why, because it's already been dismissed. Now, I'm going to go back here um, to George because he had a really good take. This is my honest opinion on Brunson versus Adams being dismissed. It says Brunson v. Adams has been dismissed and we can finally get over it. The case creates some decent theories worth looking at, but it was never worth the hype. Brunson wanted the court to educate the removal of hundreds of members of Congress and bar them from running for any other office. As cool as that sounds, it's actually super unconstitutional, even if the election were rigged. To put it simply, it's a civil case seeking criminal relief. To remove someone from office on the grounds of treason, they have to be charged with treason. In this case, Brunson sought for scholars to essentially punish them for treason without them being charged with it. Imagine Democrats seeking the removal of hundreds of Republicans from Congress because they failed to investigate something. Yes, the 2020 election was... I'm not going to say the exact words because I might get banned here, uh, but it says it was um, irregular and we want remedy. But Brunson didn't even allege election fraud. He alleged that the failure to investigate was treasonous and justified the penalties. This case would have created irreversible damage to our judicial, giving judges stupendous amounts of power the founders never intended. I wholeheartedly agree with this. This is why I never really covered it in depth, because I said to myself, OK, as great as it sounds, obviously, here we are talking about it. It's already been basically dismissed by the SCOTUS. Not basically, but it has. Because when I read what was going to happen, I said there is no way ever that the Supreme Court would say, you know what? Yes, absolutely. Let's get rid of POTUS. Let's get rid of, of, of uh, I'm sorry, let's get rid of POTUS. Let's get rid of VP. And let's get rid of over 300 members of Congress. It's not going to happen. That's just the reality. Now, with that, we move over to the last segment here. Another young, healthy. This is Wittgenstein at Back to Life underscore 2023 over on Twitter. And it says another young, healthy athlete falls suddenly while holding his chest in the middle of a basketball game. If you are not on my Telegram chat, I have been telling you guys that this is increasingly happening. We are starting to see this a lot on Twitter. This continuing trend uh, of people suddenly collapsing or, or suddenly dying. And I have just this weekend alone. This is a game. I'm going to give you guys the details, but I'm going to let you guys watch the video here first. So here he is, collapsed. This is a college basketball game from what I understand. Sophomore guard, 5'11", 170, out of Wiley, Texas. Plays high school ball out of Bishop Lynch. Still being looked at at the trainers, Cameron. There's a timeout in action. Both teams obviously hoping he's okay. Get another look at it. So there's that replay there. There he is. Nothing happened to him. There he is, hopping up and down. And then all of a sudden, he just falls down to the ground, starts grabbing his chest. All right, so I'm going to go into the report here. It says, shocking video shows college basketball player collapsing on court during game. 
Imos, I apologize for the, I'm sure I'm going to read this incorrectly. Imo Asian from Texas was a high school standout who scored a thousand points in his career. In a shocking incident, a college basketball player collapsed on the court while the match was in progress. The player named Imo Asian was on the defense when he stopped and appeared to sit down. He tried to get back up, but couldn't and started to lay down on his back, appearing to be in considerable pain. According to Fox News, the incident took place when more than 13 minutes were still left in the basketball game between Old Dominion University and Georgia Southern. The video posted on Twitter shows a medical personnel talking to Mr. Asian, who is lying on the floor. Fox News said the basketball player did not lose consciousness and was walked off the court by trainers. Emo Asian was evaluated by the ODU athletic training staff along with the uh, Georgia Southern medical staff. He was responsive throughout and was able to sit with the team for the duration of the game and drove him with the team. The university said in a statement, he is in good spirits and will work with the ODU uh, sports medicine staff when they return to Norfolk. The statement further said, Mr. Sheen from Texas was a high school standout who scored a thousand points in his career. Now we're going to go right into the very next one here. This is the Los Angeles Times. Gregory Yee, Times reporter who chased the stories that shaped Los Angeles dies at 33. Uh, Gregory Yee, a hard-charging, breaking news reporter for the Los Angeles Times, died unexpectedly Wednesday at the Hollywood bungalow where he lived. His family said the cause appeared to be complications from a respiratory issue. He was 33. Yee joined the Times in summer 2021 as a night reporter on the Metro staff, and he had been working as one of 18 reporters on the Fast Break Desk, the paper's breaking news operation. He worked 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. shifts, sometimes posting three or four breaking news a night. Uh, it says, born and raised in Los Angeles area, he attended UC Irvine and served as editor-in-chief of the student newspaper, graduating in 2012, 2012 with a double major in Spanish and literary journalism. Um, let me see if I can go down. It says, hired during the pandemic, he worked from home and did not have a chance to meet many of his coworkers in person. Colleagues said he enjoyed the adrenaline rush and constant novelty of breaking news and studied the paper's online analytics to gauge how much time readers were lingering on his stories. Um, his father, Andrew, is a retired pulmonologist and his mother, Mita, a retired nurse. His father remembered that his son was racially inquisitive about the world as a young boy. Uh, very, very tragic what has happened here. But unfortunately, it does not stop there. This is the Daily Loud. Rising MMA fighter Victoria Lee dead at 18 years old. Rest in peace. And this is the article from the Bleach Report. Bleacher Report says Victoria Lee, a rising phenom in mixed martial arts, has died. At the age of 18, Angela Lee, Victoria's sister, wrote a message on Instagram about her sister. On December 26, 2022, our family experienced something no family should ever have to go through. It is incredibly difficult to say this. Our Victoria passed away. She has gone too soon, and our family has been completely devastated since then. We miss her. More than anything in this world, our family will never be the same. Life will never be the same. She was only 18 years old. Now, I don't want to jump to conclusions, but I do think that this piece of information that people have been digging up that I have been sharing is important. And I'm going to make my final statement here. So she belonged, uh, Victoria Lee belonged to uh, uh, the MMA uh, group or the sponsor, whatever it is. It's called One Championship Fighters. And this is an article from South China Morning Post. This is back in 3rd of September, 2021. And it says, one championship fighters must be jabbed to compete in Singapore. Rules set approved in multiple U.S. states, says Chatri uh, Chijujung. 
And it says one championship boss, Chatri Sityujung, I apologize for the mis uh, mispronouncement, has confirmed fighters must be fully jabbed to compete in Singapore shows, but revealed plans for events on U.S. soil are gathering pace. We are planning events outside Singapore and the rest of the world, so it won't be an issue for unvaccinated uh, fighters. But for Singapore, you have to be fully vaccinated. So some are sharing that. I, I will be very honest. I haven't been able to find any necessary um, links to her fighting in Singapore and requiring it. But a lot of people are wondering, why is it young journalists? Why is it that young athletes are suddenly collapsing and are suddenly dying? And there is seems to be an increase in trend. Now, I, I do wholeheartedly believe that, you know, hey, let's wait for the evidence. Let's see to let's wait to see what happens. Let, let, let's wait for the full story to come out. We don't really know what the cause of death is. So let's not jump to conclusions, but I think we're all thinking it. And I think, look, again, as a journalist, we must ask these questions. We have to figure out what is going on. Why is it that suddenly or at least recently, it seems like there are increasing videos and stories of people that are suddenly dying or suddenly collapsing while they are playing. And I think that we deserve the answers. Uh, but with that, I just want to leave it up to you guys. What do you guys think about these stories here today? What do you guys think? It's coincidental what happened to this MMA fighter. Do you guys think that, uh, you know, the, the whole thing with Jerry Bolsonaro, should he be extradited back into to, to Brazil and face charges for something he already kind of condemned? He went to his Twitter and he said, look, there's a peaceful way to do this. Uh, this is not the way to do it. And so I don't know why they're trying to extradite him back to Brazil to to face, I, don't, I guess, charges or whatever that might be. Also, what do you guys think about the story about the Supreme Court? Did they really stand a chance to try to oust 300 plus members of Congress alongside President Biden and VP Harris? I just I, I just don't see it. And then also with all these died suddenly or collapsed suddenly, what are your honest thoughts on that? But with that, guys, again, I'm going to try to keep them short just like this so you guys can get the full scoop and also have some time to comment down below. And uh, we're going to try to keep them nice and short for you guys. But with that, if you guys like this new style, if you like them short like that, or if you like them longer, let me know in the comments down below. But with that, guys, see you guys tomorrow, Tuesday, January 10th. God willing. God bless, guys.